The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them, for then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. And truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The Gospel of the Lord. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. You know, I have always loved a good road trip. Road trips feel to me like quintessential American adventure. You've got your wagon packed and the highway stretching out before you, endless opportunities for adventure ahead. But sometimes I really crave a journey for a purpose. And there's a way that we're all searching for some lost part of ourselves when we travel. And for something that jogs an old memory or that loosens a part of us that's been wound tight. Or that opens us to epiphanies and realizations we haven't had before. And in the church, we call these journeys with a purpose pilgrimages. The journey in this way is a really ancient spiritual discipline. A pilgrimage journey is a way to get out of our normal routines, our normal selves, to meet God on the road. And pilgrimage is this way to connect these parts of our journey of faith. Today, Ash Wednesday, marks the beginning of our Paschal pilgrimage. 
Paschal is just a churchy word for this cycle of feasts and fasts that we enter today that's going to take us through the 40 days of Lent all the way through Holy Week, through Easter and the great 50 days all the way to Pentecost. We're going to journey with Jesus over this time through the wilderness, on the road to Jerusalem, through trials and through Calvary, all the way into the astounding hope of the resurrection. And today, we begin where most pilgrims begin their journey, which is at this dawning knowledge of the distance between us and God and a desire to draw closer to God with our whole selves. In the language we use today, we call that distance sin. We recognize that today we are all sinners doomed to die standing before God, that it's only by God's gracious mercy that we hope for anything else. And that mercy extended to us in Jesus draws us closer to the heart of God, as if God's hands are reaching to us, pulling us into the journey itself. God's faithfulness in Jesus is inviting us to embark on this pilgrimage away from old patterns, away from old appetites, old sins, and into a new life of grace. So most pilgrims, when they begin a pilgrimage, begin by making vows. They vow to look for God on the way, to pray in particular places as they've been given safe passage. In medieval times, they would even make vows as they set off on pilgrimages or to go on pilgrimages. If a child was healed, they would vow to go on pilgrimage. If an answer was given, they'd vow to go on pilgrimage. And today we're no different. We make this journey by making vows today. We vow to give up certain things that distract us from our relationship with God. We vow to read and to meditate on Holy Scripture, to take time for prayer, to attend to our spiritual lives in ways we've neglected since last Lent. But perhaps even more important than these vows that we make today, whatever you're giving up or taking on this Lent, what's more important is the way that we set out today to make this pilgrimage. For our vows are empty, Jesus tells us, if we don't make them with a broken and contrite heart. And Jesus tells us in our gospel today that the way we make our journey of discipleship is crucial. Throwing self-righteousness, hypocrisy, showmanship aside, we're meant to travel this pilgrimage way light. We travel this pilgrim path carrying only God's gracious mercy with us. That merciful goodness of the Lord endures forever. It is the light on our path, the compass in our souls. God's mercy points us toward the cross, through death, into an empty tomb in the garden. So meditate today on the things that you leave behind the sins that you place here at the foot of the cross. And then look up, look ahead toward that way, that open road that we're going to be traveling toward God. Because this pilgrim band of believers, all of us here today, travel alongside you. We all are marked with signs of the vows that we make in the ashy cross. 
But we leave today expecting to find God on the journey. So may you be surprised with joy when you meet him. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.